So folks, today I've got a couple of rusted culture nuggets I'd like to kick this thing off with before I get to the main news here. And you've heard of OAN, right? One American News. It's operated by a man named Robert Herring. Here's his picture. And evidently, AT&T and DirecTV have dropped OAN from the lineup, despite it only costing $0.10 cents per household, folks. Yes, you heard it right. $0.10 cents per household for OAN, and even that's too much. But that leaves OAN with a shrinking audience of about 2 million folks throughout the United States. It's being carried right now currently only on Verizon, FIOS, and CenturyLink Prism, altogether just a few million homes. So the... 80-year-old founder Robert Herring blamed the situation on a change in leadership at AT AT&T to a man named William Kennard, and OAN host Dan Ball called on viewers to call AT&T and raise hell, of course, right? But in addition to that, get this, folks, here's what he did. He said, you bring me concrete evidence of whatever it may be, cheating on his taxes, cheating on his wife, saying racial slurs against white people, the OAN star blared during his segment, unsubtly noting that Kennard is black. Whatever it may be, find it for me. I really don't mind if they're gone. I mean, this is how they even got an audience in the first place. I mean, pack it up, Robert Herring. You know, you're 80 years old. You've got a, a network that distributes a bunch of vile, terrible, nasty content, you know, racist content. Get, get, get out of here. Just pick it up and go. So folks, the other one that I want to bring up to you is this. So this is coming to us from Channel 58 out of Madison, Wisconsin. And you already know, I don't have to tell you this, you already know that the vast majority of the Republican legislature in Wisconsin is crazy. They they are certified crazy. Well, here's what they're trying to do, folks. They're trying to, here's the headline, Wisconsin Republicans advance bills that would let 18-year-olds carry concealed weapons at school. Now, what could be wrong with that, right? Well, the problem that I have with it is that they're kids. Kids fight. Kids drink. Kids do all sorts of crap that they shouldn't do. And now you're going to let them carry guns? And not only that, you're going to let them carry guns at school? Have a look at this. So this is the headline. Gun rights in Wisconsin, a major focus at the state capitol today. Republican lawmakers passing legislation to allow some students and parents to have guns on school grounds. CBS 58 Capitol correspondent Emily Fannin live in Madison Forest tonight with more details on these controversial bills. Emily. Republicans' argument is with gun violence on the rise, why not allow more people, like 18-year-olds, to carry a firearm legally in Wisconsin to protect themselves? But it's a concept that Democrats call dangerous and ridiculous. In the state assembly Thursday, lawmakers took aim at Wisconsin's gun laws. Republicans passed a series of bills to expand Second Amendment rights, such as lowering the concealed carry age from 21 to 18 and allowing legal gun owners to have their weapon in their car when dropping off and picking up their kids at school. We, we talk about it like it's this big, the big complicated thing, like it's, it's this really controversial thing. It's really not. This makes absolutely no sense. Republicans defended their bills, arguing if 18-year-olds can vote, why not allow them to protect themselves and carry a weapon with a permit? Why not? Democrats say the measures would backfire and result in inexperienced gun owners. They are mature enough, they are adult enough to, to make these decisions. To make these decisions, you think so, folks? I mean, really. And yet we are going to deny them the basic human right of self-defense. And that is just not true. Because in this state, you can get a concealed carry permit and never once 
have had any training hands-on firing a gun. Oh, that's nice. That's terrifying. Yes, it is. Republicans are looking to please their base this election year by passing legislation to expand... And that was Robin Voss in the middle. He is the main culprit of all of this insanity. Gun rights, that's like doom for Governor Evers' veto pen. We asked the governor what he thinks about Republicans' effort to allow high school seniors to have guns on school property. That sounds pretty bizarre to me. And it is. It is, folks. It is more than bizarre. So, folks, the other thing that I wanted to talk about today was sort of cued in by this article. And I had been thinking about this simultaneously. The fact that why is it that Donald Trump can do whatever the hell he wants and he never seems to pay the price for it, right? This man has made a career out of things like Trump University, scam. He's made a career out of valuing properties for billions when it comes to insurance, but then when it comes to taxes, the same properties are pennies. He hardly pays anything in taxes. And it's this tacit endorsement that he's, that he's been doing all throughout this of white grievance politics that really gets my goat. And this is how he's, he's actually continuing to appeal to a vast majority of Americans, folks. This is how he can do no wrong. Because even in the beginning, when Donald Trump had his rallies and things like this going back into 2016, and I talked about this back then, where he actually had white supremacists that were given press credentials at these rallies. And I always wondered, what in the hell? Was it, was it just a temporary thing that he was doing to try to appeal you know, to that white supremacist portion of the American populace? But no, no. What he's doing and we have, to, we have to keep this in the back of our heads here, folks. We have to keep this as sort of like the bedrock principle of Donald Trump and how he does what he does. What he's doing is he's using white grievance politics to appeal to a large percentage of Americans. It's sad, but there's a lot of people out there who believe that the non-whiteies are taken over. You know, whether you're Latino, whether you're Asian, whether you're, it, it doesn't matter. It's just, if you're not, if you don't look like me and aren't as god-awful white as I am, then you're part of the problem. And he said things like in Charlottesville, you know, these are, these are good people. They're not good people. You know, these white supremacists. He said it on the the ellipse of the capital. If you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. So he's he's exploiting white grievance politics that make people think that, hey, listen, I'm going to undo all of these things that happened to you. The, the fact that you're working like mad and you can't make ends meet it's because of them it's because of them it's because of the immigrants it's because these non-whites are taking your job and you know it it's this whole white grievance politics thing and sadly that appeals to a large percentage of america 
That's how he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. In the end, it justifies the means. And it's reinforced, and I've said this before, it's reinforced by Fox News, OAN, people like that. And then it's actually tacitly, if not openly, um, embraced by Republican legislators. Not all of them, but a lot of them where they just kind of give them a wink and a nod. Yeah, we get it. The white grievance politics thing, man, that is going to put us back into office. But what do they do once they get back into office, folks? What do they do? Trickle-down economics. That's what they do. Man, they've been doing that ever since Ronald Reagan pushed trickle-down economics back in the 80s. But you know what? It worked. It worked for Ronald Reagan. And here's why it worked back then. Take a look at this graphic. It worked back then because we weren't offshoring as much of our industry to China. Look at the trade deficit. I mean, this has happened through Republican, Democrat administrations. I mean, it's been a bipartisan sort of drift away. We know it. But the problem that I have is that the Republicans are actually promoting more of this trickle-down economics. And we know it just doesn't work, folks. It just doesn't work. So just yesterday, folks, in the New York Times, Intel announced a $20 billion investment in an Ohio plant to make silicon computer chips. That's what we have to do, folks, is produce more stuff like that here. I mean, it's easy to point to a chart like that and say, look, it's all gone away to China. The hard part is bringing it back. But Biden gets it. He took the opportunity yesterday to promote a little-known bill that's kind of under the radar. It's called the China Competition Bill that would devote a quarter trillion dollars to making chips here, along with artificial intelligence, robotics, and computing. And folks, I've said this a thousand times, and I'm sure you've heard it too. If we lose the tech race, the United States will be handicapped for decades going forward. We can't afford to lose that race. And Biden gets it. You might say that Biden looks like he's frail. He might say a few things in terms of gaffes and that kind of thing. And he's not as spry as he was 20 years ago. I get it. But the reality is, despite all of that, Biden still gets it, folks. And I didn't realize this, but the key thing here is that China is not a major producer of the world's most advanced chips because the U.S. and allies have blocked China, literally blocked them from getting their hands on the lithography equipment that they need to make these chips. They don't have the technology, so they're not able to make the chips. Now, some of the things that Biden is doing right now, he's going for a 10% tax credit for made in America for businesses that invest in revitalizing closed or nearly closed facilities. He's going for a 10% surtax on U.S. companies' foreign affiliates, and he's going for stronger rules to prevent U.S. companies from moving headquarters overseas like they do to avoid taxes. He's he's fighting to reverse the trend. And i got to hand it to him. I mean, this is exactly what you have to do. He gets it, folks. And so, folks, we can't allow Donald Trump to use white grievance politics to put his fanny back in office, along with a lot of other Republicans that feel the same way in the midterms coming up. We can't allow it to happen. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Folks, I want to thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy the content, don't forget to click subscribe. It actually does help YouTube get the message out and promote the video to a lot of other people out there to build the audience. I want to thank you for doing that. Please click subscribe. And until next time, we'll talk to you then.